You are listening to the Social Media and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, sharing strategies and tools to help you get the most from social selling and tech. And now your host, Bill Bannum. The rise of social media created a new kind of authority, influencers. Social media influencers are everywhere and they're talking about your brand. If your sales strategy includes engagement with social media influencers, you're more likely to reach larger audiences and drive brand awareness and ultimately sales. In this episode of the CPSA's Social Media and Tech podcast, we chat with Rob Catalano. We're going to consider how you define influencers, what you can do to find influencers, ways to engage them that can drive value for your business, and even show how salespeople can become seen as influencers themselves. Rob Catalano is a marketing professional, entrepreneur, speaker, blogger, and social media influencer. Rob is passionate about helping companies succeed by leveraging technology to make employees successful. As a founding employee, Rob spent the past 10 years at Achievers, leading marketing and the company's global expansion in three different countries until its acquisition in 2015. With his unique experience in HR tech, Rob co-founded Toronto-based Work Tango, a platform that helps managers build authentic relationships and trust with their employees and teams. Rob Catalano, thanks so much for joining us today on the Social Media and Tech Podcast. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm very excited to be chatting to you because you are uh, an influencer in different spaces, in HR technology and within marketing. Uh, you're you're a, a speaker, you, you create loads of awesome content. Um, you and I have known each other for a little while now, and uh, I, I think our listeners are going to love some of your insights. So let's jump straight in with the first question. What, 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 is, a, what is a social media influencer? It's basically someone that has social clout, um, someone that has a level of credibility out there, um, the ability to sway and influence other people, um, and, and really things that as a brand that you want to tie your, your brand or your product and service to. And, and when you think about the actual individual, that person... I think it's someone whose opinion is actually well-respected in whatever domain or expertise that they have influence in. So it's not just a social media influencer across the board. It's usually something that, again, they have a domain expertise or a passion or something that they've been involved in in the past and some level of experience. I think there's a bit of a persona to a social media influencer. I think they have a unique view and are a bit polarizing as well. I think that's why they have such a following because they're pretty direct in their belief and uh, and obviously not sh- you know not scared to share it uh, in public forums. In the context of developing a, a social selling strategy, Rob, uh, why why do influencers matter? It matters because right now seventy four percent of consumers rely on social media to inform their purchasing decisions. Only thirty three percent of consumers actually trust ads. Right. The actual act of putting your ad out there um, and, you know, saying and, and pounding your chest and saying you're great isn't working like it used to. Having other people support that opinion um, or obviously influence those type of opinions are important. So, uh, I mean, you know, think about it. Right. Influencers are, are often trusted more than brands themselves. You're going to 
you know, buy that product or act on that service based on a referral uh, versus an ad that says that that organization's product or service is great. If you think about the whole art of marketing and sales, you, you don't, you don't really do business with people unless they like you, know you, and trust you. So an influencer helps you get known, helps you get liked, helps you get trusted, and associates your brand or your product with someone that your customer likes and trusts. So, you know, people follow those influencers because they like what they say and they listen to them. So if you're in that same breath as an influencer, you can really leverage their voice. So it's becoming more and more important to tie into um those individuals or those influencers, similar to how an employee ties to an organization when they're looking for a purpose or something that's bigger than, you know, just the, the company or just a job. So I do think it's, it's becoming more and more important, especially as new generations come in. Word of mouth, uh, the opinion of respected influencers out there is, is key. So what tactics would you suggest uh, to help sales professionals go out there and identify and, and, and follow influencers and, and connect with them? Uh, a couple of simple things, right? When you're in a sales meeting and you're having that initial conversation, just ask them, who are the top three influencers that you follow? And a simple request and question like that, you can start building a list and identifying and knowing who those people are. You'll be surprised. You're going to hear a lot of names that you've never heard of, but it also gives you that leg up. Um, the second thing is ask your marketing team, right? They know who the influencers are. They're trying to get on their map. So if you're a salesperson, you know, just ask the team. There's a list there that they're really trying to target. Um, and another part is you know, follow all of them. If you read their writings, you understand what their message is. Um, first off, you'll know who the players are, but you know what their unique uh, thoughts are. And if your sales pitch or your unique differentiator ties into what those influencers are saying, then obviously there's an opportunity for you to reach out to them. Um, I think the other thing, too, is the, the tactics that I would suggest is just make sure that someone from an influencer standpoint has relevancy. And what I mean on that is, you know, let's say you're in HR technology, something I've done for a long time. What channels really matter? and What channel does our buyer interact with? And what I mean by that is if, if our professionals are more on LinkedIn than they were on YouTube or on Instagram, so when you're thinking about who you follow and what authors and hashtags, just go to the right channels, channels that are relevant to your buyer as opposed to ones that may not be uh, as much. And the other one, too, is do they have a large social voice? I think a lot of salespeople will start looking at, you know, who are great influencers in the space and they may be great speakers, but they may have not tapped into that social media world yet. So their reach may not be uh, may not be large or maybe in a different way than the public's kind of social media forum. So that's just a, a number of things I think salespeople could do to help their cause in terms of defining the relevancy, defining the reach, and then doing some small things from a tactical standpoint to get them more involved in understanding who those people and those influencers are. Is it possible too that uh, influencers are not necessarily who you think they are uh, you mentioned reach there but what about frequency so perhaps somebody's got a smaller following but they're super active around a particular topic related to your product is, is there a kind of a more of a micro segmentation strategy going after certain types of influencers yeah and i think that's that's really a good point just on the relevancy item i was mentioning that if they are very niche uh, in something that's specific that could be a cool sales opportunity or 
messaging opportunity if that niche aligns with whatever you know let's say a differentiator or um, a messaging in your in your sales pitch uh, aligns to so i do think that it, it's not always about reach but the relevancy i actually you know i mentioned that first because i think it's actually more important uh to have something that's going to resonate with the people uh that uh that you're going after. It's, it's one of those things where you could say, we want to follow Kim Kardashian because she has 8 million people following her and we could, you know, get in front of that many people. Well, that's not very relevant in terms of the people that follow that. It's not just about reach. As a speaker, author and influencer yourself, how do you think people should go about approaching influencers on social media? What, what are the right things to do if, if I want to reach out to you for the first time and, and start building building a relationship with you? Do I do that? through Twitter? Do I do it through LinkedIn? Does it depend? What's the best type of message that I can share with you to, to get that relationship going? It depends on the type of relationship, right? If it's simply just connecting and interested in, you know, um, and, and connecting with them on LinkedIn, for example, or being their friend, obviously following is a little easier. You know, use the channel that they're used to. Um, and that's really more of a basic connection standpoint. But if you're reaching out to do something bigger, to get them more involved, potentially in being, you know, an advocate for your brand, um, first thing, no matter what channel you do, right, you're going to have to perfect the pitch of where you see value and possibly working with them, where they will see value working with you as well. So, um, and remember that these, these influencers have, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are uh, online attached to them. So they're, they're, they're barraged with messaging all the time. So I think the, the message and the pitch mode and, and, and just understanding the value is going to be important, but these are just, they're human, they're regular people, right? So, uh, whether it's you can connect through them through someone that uh, you know in terms of referral, um, you can get their you know personal information like an email address and send it directly to them. And getting out of that you know social media space that can get pretty cluttered. Um, you know, I would just reach out. And, and the worst case scenario, and there's a lot of people and, and sales uh, sales professionals that say, you know, why would I reach out? They're a lot bigger than you know our brand. Why would they even care? Um, but think about it like a sales call. Um, you know, if they didn't know you yet, and even if they ignored your message, now they know your brand, right? They know who you are. Hopefully after a couple of times of seeing, you know, either yourself pitching them or, or the organization grow, they'll continue to know your brand. And if they're genuinely interested, they'll look into it. So um, I guess the, the quick kind of thoughts are just do it. Um, understand what your value you're providing them or they can provide you and just be clear about it because they're pretty cluttered and the real people i mean reach out to them uh, on email if you can if you can get those details or in the you know in the social channel that's uh, uh more more relevant to them you mentioned a moment ago uh the the concept of a brand advocate that leads on quite nicely to the next question which is where does the sales opportunity fit in a relationship with an influencer there's a whole process of building up that relationship, of course, and connecting with them for the for all of the right reasons. But um, our listeners, our, our sales professionals out there will be thinking, how can then I leverage my relationship with that influencer to help them, to help, to help me push my product, to get my product out there, maybe even in some sort of referral or reseller relationship? It can happen a couple of ways. I think if you really define what your goal is in terms of interacting with an influencer, that'll define how you work with that individual. And there's different goals, right? Like one of them might be sales, right? How do you get that person to get your brand out there uh, and sell something? And traditionally, 
especially for more consumer type brands, um, you can have that opportunity. You know, if your goal is sales, um, you know, influencers, they, they do it. They need to make a living as well. And they're open to having those conversations about how they can, whether it's from a referral standpoint or you're paying for their share of voice. And sometimes it's paying for a share of voice versus paying for them to be an actual advocate. What I mentioned earlier is not your goal might be sales, but there's other goals that you should think about that lead to sales. Right. Is it brand awareness? Like, can they do brand mentions and, and you know, kind of have positive impact on your brand? So there's a positive sentiment to your brand. Is it engagement? Do you just want people to engage with um, your brand or your content or your product and whether it's social shares or blog comments? Like, is that one of the goals that, again, leads people to um, uh, to eventually get down the funnel in terms of signing a deal and being a customer? Or is it lead generation? Like, is your goal just to get people that are influencers out there to download your content? They can actually offer content or insight on, you know, a blog of yours or a webinar or something that they're actually helping you generate leads. So I would just look at it as, you know, answer the question of what does sale opportunity actually mean? Does it mean a signed contract or does it mean all the steps that require you uh, that require to happen before a signed contract, like brand awareness and engagement and lead generation? You know, I think, understanding that and approaching them and how they can help you hit which goal is the right way to do it. And, and I've seen it work in so many different ways by leveraging people's relationships, leveraging their reach, paying influencers and defining those goals. For our listeners out there who are thinking, I'm super passionate about what I do. Um, I create loads of great content already. I, I'm, I'm trying to get my name out there. How can a salesperson become a social media influencer? And how can this then help their personal brand and efforts to grow their sales? One is change your title. Um, if you are a sales executive or something around that, uh, that approach, it's hard to be a respected influencer in a space that you're selling into. Um, you know, for example, uh, you know, many years selling software at Achievers, having someone as a sales executive versus you know, an employee engagement expert is very different when you think about the titles in your organization. Um, the second thing is, is it's exactly that it's be an influencer and don't sell too often. I see salespeople promoting the new product and the latest release and, you know, uh, the, the things that they're trying to push onto people, but don't be a salesperson. If you want to be an influencer, be an educator. Uh, if you think about most buyers, again, do their research online or influence before they actually make a purchasing decision. So help educate people on what problem are you solving? Um, is there other content that's being shared out there that doesn't have to be your company's content that helps you know, build a relationship and educate those people? As I mentioned earlier, right, people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. They'll know you if your name's out there, but they're going to like you and trust you if you're offering them value. And usually that comes in a, a sense of education. Um, so I think those are the two major things that, uh, that people do. And the other kind of main point on that is it doesn't happen overnight. Um, it's not something that you, you know, you'll do for three, four weeks and suddenly become an influencer. It's something that's consistent, set aside, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day to really, uh, to really do those type of things. And you'll start seeing things, uh, things happen. Uh, another, another bit of a, a tactic on helping salespeople do that is talk to your marketing organization. There's tools out there for marketing to have all of their content that's valuable, whether it's theirs or whether it's other, uh, other influencers out there. 
um, to set up in a technology where you can just push out as, as an individual salesperson. So it's coming from you. Um, see if you can get tools to make those 15 minutes that you put aside each day uh, super productive as well. Awesome. Rob Catalano, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks so much for having me. Look forward to uh, to hearing it and, and the next one. So until next time, this has been the Social Media and Tech Podcast brought to you by the CPSA. I'm your host, Bill Bannon, with Rob Catalano, and we'll chat to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Social Media and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association.